Yo, 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 what is going on, guys? What is going on? It's your girl, Amira. You already know the vibes, and welcome to Vibing with Amira. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am super, super excited for this podcast, and I have you guys with me. So tune in to join me in conversations about many different topics like self-awareness, self-growth, loving yourself, mental health, religion, all kinds of relationships, sex, money, credit score, and so much more. So let's get educated and impact thousands of people's lives with the knowledge you will gain through this podcast because remember guys what good is knowledge if you don't apply it i hope you guys are ready because i definitely am yo 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 what is popping y'all what is popping it's your girl amira you already know the vibes i hope everyone is feeling great i hope everyone is being grateful every single day after waking up and i hope everyone is ready and excited for today's episode um guys in the very first episode we spoke about the law of intentionality intentionality (laughs) and the love awareness and in today's episode we will actually be going over the law of the mirror and the law of reflection right and uh, also before i actually start talking about these topics i just want to give a huge shout out to all the individuals who showed love and support you know by not only listening to the podcast but also giving me amazing feedback that i will definitely work with from now on so guys thank you so much i really appreciate you all i truly love you uh you guys know who you are so uh you know let's let's get it going guys let's get it going so the law of the mirror you know so you know doing these episodes doing this podcast you know i've had to read you know certain things in order for me to actually give you guys the information that i'm giving you and in order to do that the best way i had to take notes you know so of course when i'm going to be completely honest and i think more people actually do this that whenever i am recording a episode i actually have my notes with me so that way i can actually give you guys you know the you know the 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 gems you know that are super key so when it comes to the law of the mirror you must see value in yourself to be able to add value to yourself, right? And the big question for today is, why do many people have a challenging time when it comes to growing and reaching their potential, right? And me personally, I truly believe that all people have the seeds of success within them. All that we need to do, honestly, is, you know, cultivate those seeds, you know, water those seeds, feed the seeds, and then they will begin to grow. So to get back to the question, right, I think one of the main reasons why people have a challenging time when it comes to growing and reaching their potential is having a low self-esteem. This is not, I'm not attacking anyone. This is not being judgmental. I'm just also speaking from experience, right? Many people, they don't believe in themselves. And how do I know that? Of course, I haven't met all people in the world, (laughs) but I've met enough people, you know, to say that a lot of those people actually said it themselves, right? Many people don't believe in themselves and many people don't see the possibilities that God, you know, or, you know, whichever higher power you believe in, put in them, right? 
Guys, please know that you get a chance to be anyone you want to be. Alright? You know, we, we don't necessarily have to be smart. We just got to be determined. You know, we got, we got to be consistent and we got to be focused. And again, I am speaking from experience because, you know, what I realized is that this came with a high price tag for me, right? It also made me super, super uncomfortable because I had to exchange my thinking. I had to think like a smart person. I'm not saying I'm dumb, (laughs) but I'm just saying that I'm definitely not book smart. Definitely not. Like I'm street smart, but I'm saying that each individual is a smart individual because they have their own expertise, you know, but, you know, thinking like someone that is actually book smart make me, made me super uncomfortable, right? So what did I do to actually get to that level? <laughs> I sought out the, you know, the smartest people I knew and I asked them, you know, if I was allowed to take notes on them and to learn from them, <laughs> Right? And, and before I knew, I was actually talking and thinking like those people. Right? For example, um, you know, a lot of people, from what I've heard, you know, they want to make a lot of money. You know, they want to become six, seven-figure earners. So you can have all the degrees that you want. But if you're not talking to people that have reached that goal already... And you're not learning from them. You're not taking notes from them or on them. You're not going to be able to actually go ahead and reach that goal. Right? So there are a lot of people out there with, you know, a powerful story, thus example of what can happen in a person's life when they, you know, recognize their value and begin to add value to themselves. Right? And it, it, it doesn't matter which occurs first, you know, because one feeds the other. Right? What matters here is that the cycle of value starts. Because if we don't realize we have genuine value and that we are worth investing in, then we will actually never put in the time and effort needed to grow to our potential. Right? So... If you don't agree, yo, that is fine. You know, (laughs) we don't have to agree on all things, right? That makes life and and the world so interesting. Um, But you may want to consider the following, right? So when it comes to self-esteem, self-esteem is the single most significant key to a person's behavior. And And, you know, here's why. I don't know if you guys know about uh, Zig Ziglar, but he was an American author, a salesman, and a motivational speaker. And he said that it is impossible to consistently behave in a manner inconsistent with how we see ourselves. We can do very few things in a positive way if we feel negative about ourselves. Right? We can do very few things in a positive way if we feel negative about about ourselves. And then there's another individual, Nathaniel Brandon. He is a psychiatrist and an expert when it comes to self-esteem, 
at least on the subject of self-esteem. And he said that no factor is more important in people's psychological development and motivation than the value judgments they make about themselves. Hmm. Every aspect of their lives is impacted by the way they see themselves. Basically, if we believe we are worthless, then we won't add value to ourselves. All right? that's, that's basically it. So, a, you know, a low self-esteem also puts a ceiling on our potential, right? Imagine that you want to do something amazing in life, right? That will impact a lot of people. Perhaps you want to build a nonprofit organization. Perhaps you want to build, you know, a woman's shelter, right? That desire, that goal, no matter how great that goal is or how amazing it is, will be limited by your leadership, right? It's a lid on your potential. And this is where the law of the lid comes in place, by the way, but the law of the lid isn't, you know, a, a topic for another day. But anyway, our self-esteem has the same kind of impact. Let's say that your desire is a 10, but your self-esteem is maybe a 4 or 5. You will have a hard time performing at the level of a 10, right? You will probably before, like perform as a 4 or 5 or maybe even lower, because people in general are never able to outperform their self-image. People in general are never able to perform, outperform their self-image. Right? You know, let's say that someone feels inadequate to face challenges. Right? Uh, they feel unworthy of love or respect. Right? They feel unentitled to happiness. They fear assertive thoughts, wants, or needs. You know, if there's a lack of basic self-trust, a lack of basic self-respect and self-confidence, your self-esteem will limit you no matter what, you know, what other assets you possess. So the value we place on ourselves is usually the value others place on us. Let me, <laughs> uh, let me say that one more time. The value we place on ourselves is usually the value others place on us. Right? Let me let me it's it's story time. <laughs> it is story time. Let me let me tell you a story about a man who went to a fortune teller. Right? This man he went to a fortune teller to hear what she had to say about his future. Right? Me personally, I don't believe in fortune tellers. Um but you know, each their own. Anyway. <laughs> This fortune teller, she looked into a crystal ball and said, Sir, <laughs> you will be poor and, uh, and unhappy until you are 45 years old. And then the guy, the man was, you know, asked her, then what will happen? And you know, you know what the woman said? She said, then you will get used to it. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> someone's telling you x y and z and you will ask what will happen afterwards and they will tell you that you will get used to it 
Yo, I am sorry to break this down to y'all, but this is the way, you know, most people live their lives. You know, according to what other people believe about them, you know. If the important people in their lives expect them to go nowhere, then that's what people expect for themselves. Right? If important people in your life expect, you know, you to go nowhere, then that is what you expect for yourself. And yo, that that is completely fine if you're surrounded by people who believe in you, but what if you're not surrounded by people who believe in you? Yo, honestly, we shouldn't become too concerned about what other, you know, other people might think of us. We should be more concerned about what we think about ourselves. And it's just sad that a lot of people are so focused on what other people say about them, think about them. Like, who gives a F? They are not paying your bills. (laughs) They're not providing food on the table. Right? We are allowing ourselves to be on the menu instead of being at the table. Right? So what I want to do... I want to give you guys 10 suggestions to build your self-image. All right. The first one is you've got to guard your self-talk because words are powerful and that is why they are spelled. Right. We have a running conversation with ourselves all the time. Right. But the question is, what is the nature of those conversations that we have with ourselves? Right? If you speak positive, then you create a po- positive self-image. If you're negative, if you speak negative, you will undermine your self-worth. All right? If we want to change our lives, we have to change the way we think of ourselves. All right? If we want to change our lives, we have to change the way we think of ourselves. If we want to change the way we think of ourselves, we need to change the way we talk to ourselves. Mm. (laughs) If we want to change the way we think of ourselves, we need to change the way we talk to ourselves. All right. Number two. Stop comparing yourself to others. I actually, you know, already touched base on, you know, comparing yourself to others in the first episode. And I said that comparison is the thief of joy. Right? Comparison is the thief of joy. But what also happens is one of the two things. Either you perceive the other person to be far ahead of you and you feel discouraged or you perceive yourself to be better than the other person and you become proud. And honestly, guys, neither of those, you know, is good for you and neither will they help you grow. The only one you should compare yourself to is dum dum dum, <laughs> you. Your mission, our mission, right? It's to become better every single day. We, we, we have to become better today than we were yesterday. All right? Number three, guys. Move beyond your limiting beliefs. 
You know, and unfortunately, a lot of people, like I said earlier, a lot of people don't believe in themselves. A lot of people don't believe that they can accomplish big things in life. Right? <laughs> it's funny because um, I have my bachelor's in law and, you know, I want to pursue law school in the U.S., you know, and get involved within the area of family law. Uh, I'm 28, by the way. I'm turning 29 in March. And since the age, I would say, seven or eight years old, uh, you know, I, I told my mom, I told, you know, my um, teacher <laughs> that I wanted to become a lawyer and that I wanted to move to the States. And I was only six, seven, eight years old, and I was already talking that big. And, you know, they said, yeah, you know, with, with God's will and things like that. And it will happen. Just enjoy life now. You're still a child. Um, but for some reason, <laughs> I already was thinking about big things in life while I was that young. Right. I've always been you know, a dreamer. I don't know if, it, if that has to do with being a Pisces, but <laughs> I just like to dream, you know, I like to dream big. I like to accomplish things in life. I like to impact people. I like to, you know, make people happy as well. And, but, you know, to, to get back to the third suggestion, you know, move beyond your limiting beliefs <clears throat> is that the greatest limitation people experience, you know, on their lives are usually the ones they impose upon themselves, Right. When someone has put a limit on what they will do, they have put a limit on what they can do, right? When someone has put a limit on what they will do, they have put a limit on what they can do, <clears throat> all right? So let's move on to number four. Add value to other people, right? Add value to others, People with a low self-esteem may often see themselves as inadequate or maybe feel like a victim because they actually have been victimized in their past, right? They focus on themselves. They become self-protective and selfish because they feel that they have to be, you know, they, they, they feel that they have to be like that to, you know, to actually survive, Right? And for the individuals that, you know, are dealing with this in life, and again, I'm not judging, I'm just, I'm just sincerely giving out these suggestions because they have helped me develop and grow in life, all right? You're able to combat those feelings by actually serving others and working to add value to them. You know, making a difference in people's lives you know, even a small one will let, you know, will lift your self-esteem. Because it's hard to feel bad about yourself when you're actually doing something good for someone else. All right. Number five, guys. <clears throat> Do the right thing, even if it's the hard thing. All right. One of the best ways to build self-esteem is to do what is right. You know, being true to yourself and your values is honestly an amazing self-esteem builder, right? This will boost your self-esteem. This will boost your self-image, all right? Number six, practice a small discipline daily in a specific area of your life. 
if there is an area in your life that seems overwhelming to you, right? Try tripping away at it a little bit every single day instead of tackling it all at once. You know, because discipline is a moral builder, right? Boost your discipline by taking small steps that will take you in a positive direction. Number seven, and I... (laughs) I like this one a lot because I had a hard time doing this, like a really, really hard time doing this. Celebrate small victories, right? What is your emotional response when you take small steps in the right direction? All right. And like I said, I've had, you know, have had a hard time celebrating small victories in the past because I felt like I was not doing enough. I felt like I wasn't accomplishing anything. Right, and that is because I set the bar high. I'm a perfectionist, like I'm aiming for the very best, you know. But I realized and I learned that perfection does not exist, so I had to learn to celebrate small victories, right, and to be more grateful as well. And what does celebrating small victories do? do it encourages you to do better right it will help you to be more inspired to keep on going with that goal you are working on currently all right number eight guys embrace a positive vision for your life based on what you value right we you know we all want our lives to matter but it's so 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 hard to do that when we you know when we don't even believe we actually matter right if you have a positive vision for your life and you take action to fulfill that vision then you will you know most likely recognize that your life actually really matters right number nine guys Practice the one-word strategy, right? Practice the one-word strategy. And I like this assignment, actually, because this will, (laughs) this will truly, truly uplift you. Let me, let me give you guys the assignment. Select one word that describes you as a person the best. All right, this, select one word that describes you as a person the best. And once you do this, it's as if you have turned a page in a book and highlighted just one word. Right? Instead of seeing hundreds of different words on that page, your attention and, and intention is focused immediately on that one single word. What you focus on expands, guys. Right? What you focus on expands. And last but not least, take responsibility for your life, right? We tend to get in life what we are willing to tolerate. If we allow other people to disrespect us, we get disrespected. If we tolerate people to walk over us, we get walked over, right? If we think, for example, it is okay to be overworked, and underpaid, guess what will happen, right? 
if we don't have a plan and purpose for our lives, guess what? We will become part of someone else's. And, and that's the truth. Right? And that that's it is what it is. <laughs> oh my god, this this was this was this was already sheesh. I'm just I just like when I you know go over my notes and I take it in and I realize or like you know realize the message behind it all I just get overwhelmed like it's the first time I actually heard about this and I'm just like yo <laughs> the value the gems is just overwhelming but in an amazing positive way right um but let's move on to the law of reflection though you know the love reflection. Oh man, a lot. <laughs> Sometimes it's you know very scary to reflect because we don't like confrontation. At least I don't like confrontation, so I just you know I don't necessarily avoid it. I just prevent confrontation. But in order to grow, you know we have to reflect. But we also have to learn to pause when we do so right learning to pause allows growth to catch up with you right and of course there are like many different ways of growing and um you know an infinite number of lessons to be learned in life but there are some kind of growth that comes to us only only if we are willing to stop pause and allow the lessons to catch up with us you know, and a pause can be refreshing, you know, and that is what reflection is to someone who desires to grow. Learning to pause again allows growth to catch up with you. All right, and here again, I want to share some notes and some, you know, observations on the power of the pause and, you know, how reflection can help us grow. All right. Reflection turns experience into insight, right? Uh, you've probably heard this before. You know, a lot of people have been saying that experience is the best teacher, right? I came across a quote from Julius Caesar, 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 I, I don't know how you guys pronounce it, Um that he said that experience is the teacher of all things. Right? He said experience is the teacher of all things. I agree. Right? I agree with that. But evaluated experience is also a great teacher. Right? Guys, the only reason why Cesar was able to make that claim was because he had learned, you know, a lot by reflecting on his life and actually writing about it, right? And when it comes to reflect, you know, reflecting upon things in life, you know, everyone needs a time and a place to pause, right 
stopping to reflect is one of the most valuable activities people can do to grow, right? It has much greater value to them than even motivation or encouragement. And and why is that? Because pausing allows people to make sure they are on the right track, right? Because after all, if someone is going, you know, down the wrong road, he doesn't need motivation to speed up. What he needs, he needs to stop, reflect, and change the course, right? If we don't take the time to pause and reflect, we can miss the significance of of such events, right? And reflection allows those experiences to move from being life markers to life makers, right? If we pause to allow growth to catch up with us, it makes our lives better because, you know, we not only better understand the significance of what we've experienced, but we can implement changes and course, you know, correction as a result. And we are also better equipped to teach others from the wisdom that we have gained. So <laughs> there's that, right? There's that. And, you know, pausing with intention also expands and enriches thinking. You know, study the lives of the great people who have made an impact on the world, right? And you will find that, you know, in in every every case, they spend, you know, a considerable amount of time alone thinking, right? So I strongly encourage you to find a place to think and to discipline yourself to actually pause and use it because, you know, it has the potential to change your life. You know, it can help you to figure out what's really important and what is not. And I think that's something people are struggling with as well, you know, is to really figure out what is really, really important in life and what is not, what has priority and what does not. You know, so finding a place to think by yourself, you know, to discipline yourself to pause will help you, all right, to figure this stuff out. And when you take time to pause, right, it's, it's, oh man, how do I say this? It will, let me say this. When you take time to pause, right, all, all, like, all the truths, like the, wow, that's such a hard word to pronounce, the truth truth wow uh <laughs> i'm foreign guys like <laughs> anyway all of that you know are easy to understand once they are discovered right and you will only discover the truth when you take time to pause right the point is to actually discover them right and that takes investigation you know pausing means more than just slowing down to smell the roses it means stopping and really figuring out, you know, it's just, you know what? You just gotta, you just gotta figure out the, the truth. You just, you just gotta figure it out, right? But what I, what I want to say is that the thing to remember is that continual 
growth from experiences is only possible when we discover insights, right? And the truth within the insights, right? So whenever I take time to pause and reflect, I begin, you know, by asking myself hella questions, right? Because whenever I'm thinking and I'm reflecting, I feel like, and I feel like I have, you know, have hit a roadblock and I can't go, you know, I, I cannot move on. I have to ask myself questions, right? Because that's the only way to learn something new or to dive deeper into an area so that way I can grow, right? And if the questions are focused, they will stimulate creative thinking. And and why is that? It's because there is something about a well-worded question that often, you know, gets to the heart of the matter and triggers new ideas and insights. If your questions are honest, they will lead you to solid convictions. If you ask quality questions, they will help you to create a high-quality life. It is what it is. And some of the questions that I, you know, learned to ask myself is what is my biggest asset, right? Knowing your biggest asset will encourage you to continue to cultivate your asset. But knowing my biggest asset also means that I need to know what my biggest liability is, right? Let's say that having unrealistic expectations, right, is a liability. Asking you know, that question will help you modify your expectations to be more realistic, right? And they will set your, you know, and you will set yourself up to success or for success, right? Another question that I learned to ask myself, right, is what is my highest high? For me personally, it, it is definitely, you know, my family, my mom and my siblings, they are a key in my life, you know, they are my reason why, right? And having having them as my reason why makes me want to become better every single day, makes me want to grind harder every single day, right? And honestly, the list goes on with, 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 with questions, you know, what is my lowest low? Honestly, sheesh, <laughs> what is my lowest low? That, that can be family as well. You know, um, what is what is my most worthwhile emotion? I think I must say that um, I don't think loyalty is an emotion. <laughs> um, but I just I just really care for people, you know. Um, and what is my least worthwhile emotion? Sometimes I can get not necessarily frustrated, but like um, less patient with people when people don't get things moving. You know, when they have the whole plan, when they have, you know, the, the whole game play by, you know, for example, like, and they don't run with it, then I can get a little frustrated and annoyed. <laughs> um, so I'm just, I'm just being honest. You know, um, what, what, what is my best habit? You know, what is my best habit is also another question that I ask myself, 
you know, when it comes to, you know, reflecting upon things. What is my worst habit? You know, what is most fulfilling to me? What do I prize the most highly? You know, and again, the list goes on and on and on. But what I'm, you know, basically trying to say is what you want to accomplish in life and where you are in the journey will determine what areas you most need to think about today, right? Tailor questions to yourself. But I think I think also what is, you know, important, you know, is that you must you must actually write out the questions and write out the answers on paper. Because then you will discover what you think after you write the answer is different from what you actually thought before before you wrote it. Right? And writing helps you discover what you truly know, think, and believe. So that is what I want to leave you guys with. <laughs> right? Writing things down will help you discover what you truly know, what you truly think, and what you truly believe. Guys, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I really, really appreciate you guys. Like, I'm just so grateful, you know, to be able to have access to resources to make this all possible. I am so grateful for the individuals in my life that are making sure that I'm growing every single day, that I'm becoming a better person every single day. You know, having them wanting to, you know, see me grow in life. So without further ado, guys, I love you all. I really appreciate you guys. I'm super excited for next week. Um, we'll be this. This is going to be an amazing series. This is going to be an amazing series. Um, in season two, actually, once this this series is done, I will be, you know, welcoming guest speakers, co-hosts as well, because I I only know so much. You know, I only know so much, and I want to spice things up for you guys. You know, I want to make you guys laugh as well. So that will definitely happen. But until then, you know, keep on tuning in, vibing with Amira. It's always an amazing time. I love you guys. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you guys next week.